Whisper Podcast. Oh, sorry. Whisper Podcast may contain content that may be sensitive for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. That's better. Hello and welcome to Whisper Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Dylan Gomez. And I'm Zach Tyler. Yes, and today we have a very, very fun episode for you. It's just going to be you, fun, me, special, and we, we, just chatting. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy. Um, Dylan, a little birdie told me that your birthday is next week. You know what? Yes, it is. I am an Aries. Hi, Aries. Mm. How are you guys? Hi. We are powerful. <laughs> we are leaders. We are turning a age. We are turning. We are growing. We are aging. <laughs> and we are here. Like a wine or a cheese. So delectable. So decadent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am so excited for you. How do you feel? The exact same. I was going to say, I've been Sexy Spice my whole life. I was the sixth Mm. member of the girl group. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the Spice Girls. But it was like Spice Girls. Girls. When I was part of it. Girls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're like the sixth member of the Pussycat Dolls. But then no one knows what happens to her. is she okay? I, Somebody checked in. The okay, the am I gonna go on a tangent? I am. There was only one pussy cat girl, pussy cat yeah. doll, doll. Yeah. And then the rest of them <laughs> were like forced to be her backup. Backup dancers. I okay. Hi everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I just talked about this with Zach, where I was like, "Did you know that the Pussycat Dolls was really just one girl? Her name is uh, Nicole. Her, I know her last name starts with a Z, but I don't know how to pronounce it. But I know that her name is Nicole, and she is basically the fucking Pussycat Dolls. And the funny thing is, is like, not to discredit, you know, the choreography or anything that the work that those women did, but they're literally just like, uh. Yeah. Woo. Yes. Hot. Ah. <laughs> I. Yeah. Backup singers. Oh, no. That's basically what they are. <laughs> this no. episode's off to a great start, everybody. Welcome back. It, it is. It is. Hi. Okay, so before we talk about girl groups unexplained, your birthday. Mm-hmm. What are your plans? What were your plans? What have you done? Where have you, what, what's happening? I want to know. So I have I have been on a April is boy group month for me at least. Uh, yes, all the way. I went to go see BTS in Vegas. Oh. Delicious, oh. wonderful, talent, show stopping, everything great. By the yes. way, J Hope went to go see jazz and piano lady gaga and took a photo with her afterwards and he is like in love with her he's like this is my queen i stand and there is just something about legends supporting legends talent could your worlds collide even more hello they all they they all love her so much and you know what 
rightfully so because i love her too and it just makes yeah. me happy uh the thought of her makes me cry it, right Wonderful and person. and then they were so i have i've seen two of the people that i love absolutely dearly the most um talent wise you know singer wise yeah. in vegas recently and wait did we mention that the other per- the other person was lady gaga <laughs> yeah so so yeah so i went to go see that show too and and i'm just over the moon that that they you know know each other and that they you know are are i don't know fans of each other i just think it's so cute and i love it, it makes <laughs> me happy and i just warms my well, heart seeing those photos like when you sent me the photos from the grammys when when lady gaga's like hu- hugging Young, i was like oh my god the serotonin <laughs> i love it it makes me happy mm-hmm. yes oh yeah, so and I, and then I saw another one of like uh, J Hope um, hugging Gaga, and I was just like, God, I love these people. They don't yes. know me, but I love them, and I want to support them in everything yes. that they do. You're the twinkle in their eye, Dylan. <laughs> I hope you know that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, as so I did see BTS in concert in in Vegas, and that was kind of more for my sister's birthday because we, fun fact, like have one week apart birthdays so um and then um i i went to go see yesterday i saw another boy group a mexican boy group by the name of ray and they yes. are chulos as well very beautiful i grew up yes. with their music um they sing like doty love ballads but um they're in wow. their like fuck boy era now and they wow. like make like reggaeton music and I don't know. I love that. I wouldn't even know what to do with that. How did you what? Like Yeah, yeah, they went from singing wow. like love love ballads and and like all that and like now they're just like expanding their sound and yes. you know what? And it seems like they're really having fun with it. So, I support them in, yes. in that as well. Um so yeah, so so yeah, I've just been seeing boy groups and and it makes me happy. Um, Good. I don't know. I I'm over here being very queer person. Yes. Um, like no men get my attention, but boy groups. But boy groups. That formulated group of of boys that mm. through like female gaze, I am here for that. Yes, all the way. You know how I can relate to that, and tell me if this resonates with what you're experiencing. But when mm-hmm. I was like. 10 I was really into like the Tiger Heat magazines and like anytime I saw like Justin Bieber <laughs> or like Cody Simpson or like One Direction there I'd be like oh my god like is that how you feel in this moment I do I am a huge fan person over all of these groups I, I mean I'm an adult very much mature emotionally <laughs> mature and I have my <clears throat> I'm an adult excuse uh-huh. me uh-huh. <laughs> oh, not at that time you were not an adult no. But but now I am having fun with that. I was never like that. Like when I was younger, I never had those magazines. By the way, I did not care. Oh my at god! All about what? these people, Dylan. Mm. Like <laughs> like my sister and I were so incredible, incredibly polar opposites growing up. Like this girl was like obsessed with High School Musical, with like Zac Efron. <laughs> When Twilight was, like, a thing, she was, like, into, like, Jacob, like, all the way, ride or die, like, Jacob. I could not give, like, less of a shit about any of that stuff. (laughs) 
growing up. <laughs> I literally did not care. The only me- media I would consume at the time was anime. And then, like, I remember I told somebody, like, that, that was, I felt like my best friend at the time. I changed, like, my MySpace page to, like, Naruto-themed. And, like, I really uh-huh. spent some time on it. And Who didn't spend time on their MySpace pages? I got, my gosh, I literally got made fun of for it. And then I was like, oh, nobody gets <gasps> no, it. Nobody likes anime no. like I like anime. Ah. But, um, yeah, I was in middle school. Um, But now it's, like, so trendy. And look at you now. Every No, it, yes. it's, like, so trendy. And, like, everybody loves anime, which is great. I everybody love that everybody loves, loves it. Yeah. Now, but it's, like, kind of funny. I'm like, uh, it's so crazy how, like. It's so funny. I just think it's funny. Yeah, no, but genuinely, genuinely, I do because I never cared for boy groups or like, or music. I or to, I never cared much for concerts either. Growing up, like I never yeah. was like begging my mom to take me to the One Direction concert or anything like that. Yeah, but like as an adult, I was trying to get those Harry Styles tickets. I was trying mm. to go do that. You know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> understandably so i'm over well, here pre-ordering good. pre-ordering so it's like it's funny because i still like like the stuff i appreciated when i was younger people are now starting to appreciate and then now i'm starting to see what other people used to appreciate back then and i'm yes. appreciating that as well so exactly i don't know I it's just a beautiful like, time to be alive yeah <laughs> i don't know i just it's, like you know there's more know. media to enjoy so yeah mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's so awesome. I'm so glad that you're taking your birthday to see some of your favorite boy groups seeing Gaga, celebrating (laughs) your sister's birthday. I am so happy for you, and I'm so glad that you got to experience that. And how was Vegas? Was it, like, hot? Was it cold? What was the weather like? It was every fucking season over here, Dylan. It was lovely. It was lovely over there. Like, when I I showed up, it was a a little bit hot, like a little like a little, but mm. when we're talking Vegas, like Vegas gets crazy. Vegas gets like hun- like in the hundreds. In yeah, the- I w- I was in Vegas once. It was like 120 degrees outside. Um, yeah, Fahrenheit, and I was like, "What the heck is going on?" But this last time I went, it was like the highest it got was 80. I think it was like 70 degrees like the entire time I was there. Wow. Um, that sounds so nice. Lovely. And it was a little windy. There was like a mm, little breeze yeah. and it was fresh. It was nice. It was cute. Yes. Um, we, I got merch. I got a bunch of merch. And I didn't. Of I course didn't, you did. There's like really dedicated army. Um, army is like the name of the fan group for BTS. Yeah. There is dedicated army out there. Like, there's people lined up to get merch from, like, 4 a.m. to, like, try to wow. get merch. And I'm like, whoa, you guys, whoa. Honey. We'll but I I was I was <laughs> yes. not up that early, let me tell you. I yeah. was tired from work. <laughs> I went, like, on time, but I ended up getting in line, like, during the concert to um, get merch. Not during the concert, like, right before the concert started. And I got all the merch I wanted. So it ended up working out perfectly perfect. So that was how Vegas went. Vegas was really fun. I won $90 in the, in the oh. slots. <laughs> I gambled a little bit. Um, yes. I went to the library, um, the Nomad. Yes. It's like a restaurant um, in the Nomad. Yes, I remember you mentioning this. 
Yeah, so I ended up going. Um, they were not very vegetarian friendly, let me tell you. Okay. Maybe it would have been nice if if I like would have gone somewhere a little more vegetarian friendly because they made me they made me a pasta and it was all right, but you know you live and you learn. Call ahead. Yeah, Elise, you know that you were under you were in the same foundation as Lady Gaga, you know, That's and true. hopefully that made <laughs> up for the lack of uh, vegetarian. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we still ate and it was fine, but I think we could have ate somebody somewhere else. It was like a, a fine establishment. They were sort yeah. of nice, but it, it's Vegas, yeah. so it's <laughs> you know, it's, it's it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Well, I know that I'm so excited for your birthday. Um, you have a present coming to you this week, and then there's currently something in the works that oh, I'm you... so excited about. Warm my heart. You know you don't have to do anything. Just your presence and love makes me feel so warm. Oh my gosh. My presence is a present. I know. But sometimes Mm -hmm. I just need you to physically hold it. Okay, Dylan? (laughs) (laughs) And I don't say that. I don't say that. I'm like, okay, I want you to know that I don't say that being like, oh, you don't have to get me anything. But in reality, it's like something. No, I really... Like I get a lot out of giving people gifts. I don't know if people like the gifts. It's I your give love them. language. You yeah. are a gift giver. Yes, I am. <laughs> I I enjoy receiving gifts too, but but my favorite thing is like giving gifts. And I'm not sure if I'm a person that's good at it. I hope I am, but I did learn I that think about you're myself. I am. At it. Oh, thank you. Um, yes, that is that is something I learned about myself. I am a gift, a gift giver. I guess. Mm gift giver mm-hmm. but yes i love your gifts <laughs> thank you oh my heart feels so full right now oh good just like that glass of water that you're drinking yeah you know what actually we is are... it half empty or is it half full i drank half of it already so i think it's half empty and the other half is in in my belly so. there you go would you like to know what i did while we were away <laughs> Yes, please. I've been ch- just chatting up a storm about myself. I no, no. I wanted it. I wanted it. <laughs> so, Dylan, there is a discovery that I think you may have not made yet. Have Okay, so have you seen the, sh- the MTV show, Are You the One? I have not. Okay, so this is a MTV game show where basically someone there has their perfect match. And what their goal is, is to find their perfect match among, like, these 20 people. And uh, one beam is one perfect match. And then 10 beams is 10 perfect matches. And one million doll hairs. But if you don't get no matches, it's a blackout and you lose $250,000. Okay, so get this. They've been filming this show for a while. I want to say it's maybe been out since like 2007. Like she's she's been here for a while. And what I really like about the show is that you can't really tell what time it is because these people don't have phones. So you don't really know like, oh, what, what year could this be filmed? Their most recent season as of 2021 was something that was so different than anything that MTV I felt has ever done. And they had a queer are you the one when I say queer I don't just mean like oh gay lesbian bisexual I'm talking everybody under the umbrella honey 
there are 16 of these queer folk wow. all in this house and they're all each other's perfect match. Dylan, it was the most like engaging reality TV that I've ever watched. And for me, it just felt so powerful because it felt so powerful, but it also didn't feel real. I felt so powerful to see, you know, the way that queer people connect, like when there's just nothing but queer people under a household together. But also I think the part of me that was like bittersweet was like, oh my gosh, like this doesn't feel real to me, you know, because like as queer folk, we hardly feel represented in the media like that, especially like reality TV. Like we're not really represented in that way. So to just see a bunch of queer people like and have one whole entire like season be about it, it was just like so heartwarming and like, it made me sad that it felt unreal, but it felt really good to me that I was seeing it be done because I know that it's things like this that actually impact, you know, other television shows because they're like, oh, people are watching it. Oh, queer people aren't that different from fucking cis hetero people. Okay, let's fucking get people to tune in. But yes, I definitely recommend you go take a watch. It's Are You the One Season 8. It was a wonderful season, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Oh my it. gosh. No, I am, I'm definitely going to check it out. Because um, reality TV, most of the time, I have not been able to connect with for that reason. I feel like there's not really many people who like speak the way we do and talk about the things we do and yes. experience life through the yes. lens of being queer, you know? Um, exactly. Because it is, it is a little bit different. Like how that's crazy. That's so crazy that you, that the way you said it, it's beautiful to see how queer people act when it's just queer people around. And that like kind of makes me emotional to think about. It's like not being guarded. You you don't have to be guarded. There's no like barriers like at all. Like everything just is. And it's just like things can just kind of exist. And that's that's really cool. Like that's really cool for like sexuality to like not be so involved that way, but also be so involved in that that's way. That's so fun. I'm definitely going to check it out. I really like that. Where did you watch that? Um, So I watched it through my parents' cable subscription, which they don't know that I have. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's where I watched so it. You heard um, but it I know that like MTV. Folks, you, can, you can get yes. Zach's parents' cable subscription. Link will be in the bio <laughs> for this. In the bio, password, username, and uh -huh. all. Um, yeah. <laughs> but you can watch it on MTV, or I know that, like, MTV... Uh, oh, uh, MTV is also on Paramount+. Plus. I know that just because I just got Paramount+. Plus. Hashtag not sponsored, but if you want to pay us Paramount+, Plus, you know where to find us. Thank you. <laughs> also something that I've been doing while I've been gone. Um, as you know, I've been reading the book by uh, Dr. Nicole LaPera, who's the holistic psychologist, uh, How to Do the Work. There was a chapter in there where she was talking about, like, or even maybe, like, a subsection where she was talking about, like, how a lot of the clients she sees who experience, like, uh, depression and anxiety are also the same people who experience gut health issues. So such things as, like, IBS or, like, constipation or, like, things among the sorts. And it's been a common thing that she sees on and on, you know, and it's just, like... A lot of the time with anxiety and depression, there can be things associated, you know, like overeating or disassociating, you know, or not necessarily like being as mindful of what you're eating, you know, or like how much you're eating of that thing. 
Um, and she had made a really good point that sounds so simple, but like I had never thought about it before, but it was, uh, she had said, you know, sometimes your gut needs to like relax. Like sometimes it just needs to take a break and reset. And within saying that she made recommendations to like, you know, things like intermittent fasting or fasting in general, you know, are just being more mindful of like how much food you're taking in. And it can really vary on how that works for you or how that looks to you. Obviously, it can be different if you're somebody who's experienced an eating disorder in the past. Mm -hmm. For me, it really kind of just put it into perspective of like, oh my gosh, like I do eat all hours of the day and I never really give my gut like time to reset or like give it that moment to like rest and recuperate. And I've been doing my own form of intermittent fasting lately where I'm only eating between like the hours of 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And, you know, before and after those times, I only really have coffee, tea or water. Um, and let me just tell you, like when I wake up in the morning, like I just feel like so ready to go and I just feel like so energized and I just feel so light. So I really love what this is doing for me, you know, so not maybe necessarily saying like intermittent fasting be for somebody or fasting in general be for somebody, but just overall taking into being a little bit more mindful about like giving our gut that time to reset and restart because sometimes we need it. And trust me, I love food just as much as the next person, but just giving your tummy that little moment to just do a little on off switch can be super helpful. Yeah, no, I like what you said about um, people who sometimes experience stress and, um, and, and like depression, they experience problems with their gut. And I think that that's very true. Like, I, the times where I felt very stressed, I also had, like, I've been constipated or some, or some, some Mm -hmm. issue, um, with my gut overall. I've had, like, tummy troubles, um, when I have felt myself be very overwhelmed, very stressed, like, you can't let things just flow the way they're supposed to. Exactly. Also, I know there's, there, there is people, like, um, like I know for a while I did struggle I, I would say with like an eating disorder I I wasn't eating mindfully anymore I was I was um it was hard for me to eat because I just didn't feel like it um and I think that that could have been as- associated like either it was like an eating disorder right mm-hmm. maybe even sometimes with with ADHD you get so caught up with like doing what what thing what tasks that you're doing that you forget to take care of your your body in that way and yeah. and and eat. Um, yes, I think too something that helped me out with that. Um, something that that I I because I experienced that too. It was really hard for me to eat with. It felt like a chore almost yeah. sometimes when I had to eat. A hundred percent. So I I know that I need to disconnect myself if I start feeling like I'm just like eating to to get it done. Exactly. I need to put away my phone i need to step out of whatever situation i'm in um sit somewhere quiet where the only thing that i'm doing is eating exactly and try and try to like think about the flavor and the texture and the food as it's going down and that helped me um especially it still helps me sometimes to to just sit down and disconnect and just think about eating and that be it yeah and i'm right there with you because like what i notice for me is like i disassociate a lot when i eat you know and some of what 
I would do when I was a child is like I would eat because I'm bored, you know, and because like those were things that I did as a child. I kind of took them into adulthood. It's like, oh, I have nothing to do or like, you know, I'm watching this movie right now. And so it's like I almost just like disassociate from the food and it's more so of an act than it is like. I want this because I'm hungry or I want this because like I need something to do. Like I just need to feel something. I need to be doing something. For me, it feels really nice because it's like, okay, I can get in like a breakfast and like a snack and then I'm also having dinner and that feels really good for me. Mm -hmm. And it feels really good for me like when I wake up in the morning and like I can just get up and go and have all this energy and not feel like I have like a rock in my tummy Mm -hmm. or those kinds of things. So yeah, it's been a really good experience for me. I'm so glad that you're experiencing some or or that you found something that works for your body for your health uh for your overall well-being that makes me so proud of you that you took that step and actually went through with it uh i do think it's important for us to say like we are not healthcare professionals we are not we are not whatsoever so if something works for us it may not work for you so you need to ask somebody exactly specializes in that um and then talk to your nutritionist yeah talk to your primary care physician Mm -hmm. um but not to two people who just get behind a microphone and tell you whatever the fuck they want to say exactly that being said though um (laughs) that being said your gut definitely is attached to your mood that is something that healthcare professionals will will also let you know um so take care of your body take care of your gut take care of your mental health all all attached all one person yes yes remember your gut is basically your second brain love her love so we have all heard of love is blind are you familiar with the love is blind series yes i am Mm-hmm. Oh, you are because I've talked to you about you... it here on the podcast before. Yes, yes, <laughs> Convenient. Well, I'm going to tell you the same exact thing that I told you last time. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, so the wonderful hosts Nick and Vanessa behind the create uh, the creators of Love Is Blind is out with a new show, and this show is called The Ultimatum. And it has, like, some words that follow it, but, like, those aren't important. The the key words here are the ultimatum. So basically what the base of this show is, is that these people are giving... So somebody brings their partner to this show. Oh, I heard about this one. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. They're giving their partner an ultimatum. So it's like, you either decide that you want to get married to me for the reasons that I want you to get married to me, or you just find some some different love interest and that's it. Dylan, I have started watching the show and the way that they continue to find the same exact character characters in each season of the show is just mind-boggling to me babe they're following a formula they're following a formula, a formula. also can we and why if do these people and want people it, to get married so bad and if it because it makes good tv <laughs> the hello it's a formula it's a formula alcohol if it's not marriage broken, love don't drama fix it because it's good tv <laughs> baby Mm-hmm. But you could still see the crack in that motherfucker's <laughs> reflection. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you real ones out there. Did you know that I love you? 
I just want. Of course. I of just course. wanted you to know that again right now. I wanted you to feel. Oh that. my god. <laughs> I want to eat a honey bun right now. Um, only if you enjoy um, it. Only if I and enjoy it. You savor it. Mm, yummy. And it's before seven. I cannot with this show, Dylan. It is so much and it's literally like draining like i'm like drained from watching it and you you want to know why i watch it? i watch it for my audience out there that's who i watch it for i don't watch it because i take pleasure in it i watch it mm-hmm. to report to you guys that's the reason that i watch it um <laughs> not at all for not at not all for at all. personal yeah. pleasure but you're welcome kind of, yeah and i think it's something that like you really just have to go and kind of get your own opinion for but i just kind of want to talk a little bit more about like the whole ultimatum thing and showing up in a space and being like i want x i want y i want z you can't give that to me you're either gonna marry me or we're gonna end this right here like that's ooh, that's so like no right Right? Is that how you do relation? Like, not that a relationship (laughs) should look one way, but it's just like, honey, like. I I, I reflect back on the, there's like that meme that's like, honey, if he wanted to, he would. Mm. Like, Mm. like, that's what I, that's what I think of every time I, I hear stories like. Like that kind of yeah. ultimatum. I don't think I need to give somebody because, you know, being with somebody that should be a pleasure both ways. Exactly. Like that you should be happy to be with that person, and that person should be happy to yeah. be with you. I don't think you have to give them some kind of like, like you got to do it now or else I'm just over you forever. It yeah. just seems like it wasn't very genuine. Exactly. Um, to begin with, yeah. But I don't know. What do you think, Zach? I personally, I'm, I'm, yeah. don't listen to me. I'm, I'm like a single person over oh here, my but God. also I'm a single person with very healthy <laughs> relationship yes, skills. Exactly. Um, I personally think that, you know, it's not your responsibility to meet someone's needs while you can, while you can make compromise and while you and your partner can show up in your relationship for the way that you two want each other to and you both are aligning with each other's boundaries, you know, like I feel like that's a pretty healthy route, but I feel like when you're bringing up, for example, I want children, you don't want children. So I'm giving you an ultimatum. And when you are the person who's not carrying the baby in that situation, you are the person who doesn't have to deal with all that, but yet you're putting pressure on this woman to go and have children. I feel like <sighs> it it was so bothersome to me, Dylan. I was just like, how dare you tell her that she needs to have kids or you won't marry her? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. If that's what you need and that's not what I want, then we're Goodbye. not for each other, babe. And somebody has the right to leave if that's not what you want. And you have the right to walk away, too. If you want kids, go find somebody who wants kids. I love you. Like, goodbye. But this isn't healthy, babe. We can't do that. No. No. So, if you yourself are presented with an ultimatum, remind this person 
they can get their needs met and you can also get your needs met. And that may just not be with you. And that's okay. That's my thoughts on the ultimatum. <laughs> no, I think it's, I think it's very insightful. And I think, I don't know, there's like this thing where like people feel like if it didn't work with this one person and they're getting close to a certain age, it's just like never going to happen for them. Oh and that always like, God. I'm always like, guys, you don't know what's around the corner. You really don't. You don't know what's around the corner. Yeah. I was like, babe, you could die today. Literally, right? Or do you want to be, Fucking do you want to no. be with that person? Yeah. Do you want to be with that person? Do you? Today, five years, do you want to be with that person? Who cares? If you don't want to be with that person now, you're not going to want to be with them Trust later. Trust me. There was this, I remember this time I was like at the urgent care and I heard some woman talking to her coworker and she was just like, she was like, oh, so how are you and like your boyfriend? And she's like, oh, you know, like we're fine, but like, we're just at that age, like, you know, where it is, where it's just like what it is and yada, yada, yada. Like she wasn't really enthralled about her relationship and it was kind of just like, oh, we're at that age because it is what it is. Like. No, honey, like things can like for me, I don't personally follow that kind of like time constraint where it's like I have to be at this certain place at this certain time. You know, like I'm always on time to the places that I need to be (laughs) a little too early, in fact. But um, I I'm not like by the age of 30, I need to have like three kids and a house and like two dogs like I, you know, I definitely think it's one thing to have goals and keep those goals in mind, but also be understanding that, like, we're complex as humans and things can be ever-changing and that's okay. And because something changes, that doesn't mean that it's wrong or that it's bad, you know? And just having that understanding and that willingness and that openness to for change. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Because it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to, to set some kind of weird invisible limit or boundary or thing like like you know i'm 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 saying this as a person who just is about to turn you know 26 i guess i'm not 25 anymore i thought i felt like i'd be 25 longer but but you know time is like going faster now it's weird um i I I I didn't put pressure on myself and I I'm very grateful to to my mother because my mother was like honestly fuck that shit. Yeah. There you go. She was like a babe. She's like maybe I wouldn't have gotten married when I did. Mm. And I was like mood. You know what? <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely and right. And she told me she she did tell me cuz I, I remember first, like, I had a crisis when I first came out. Because I came out, like, an adult. Like, fully, like, a legal adult already. Um, I think I was, like, either... I think I was, like, 18 or 19. But, like, a young adult. Like, I was, like, like a young person. And that was, like, barely when I realized, like, I could be a queer person. Mm-hmm. And I, I got in a relationship very fast after I came out. Um, but... I came out right away without really understanding what my feelings were about myself, right? Um, It was a whole new world to you. Yeah, it was a brand new world. I did not have any language for what I was feeling or or anything like that. So um, I thought like when my first relationship didn't work out, 
I thought I would never find anyone. Like, yeah. never again. I was like, oh my mm. gosh. Like, this was... Like, Stabbed in the heart. Yeah, like, it feels like there's nobody out there for me. Like, I don't understand why it didn't work. Like, like with this person, I felt like I was doing everything right. Mm-hmm. So, th- you know, there's a lot wrong with yeah. that statement. Because you could be doing everything right, but it's, like, not right if it's not with, you know, a person who feels that that's right. Like, mm-hmm. so... So you just got to do you exactly, and find the person that you can be you with. Yeah. I, I felt like I, like I was never going to find a person, right? Yeah. And now as a, as a single 26-year-old, I love being single. <laughs> you are a thriving fucking flower, Dylan. You are a thriving yeah, fucking I garden. I, I was like so into dating for for a few years. I was like You were a professional like at it. Like not to let's say the least, but like you were a professional. <laughs> I was going on dates, lined the, up out the door. And I was okay, I was side note, I was like spending way too much money. I was drinking too much. I was you doing like, too many like text the next person, hey, a spot open up. <laughs> yeah. No seriously and i needed to like but i i felt like that was validating me like i was like look like people do like me i felt like that was like something like for for me that i needed at the time and like i'm like oh god now i think about that it gives me anxiety (laughs) anxiety because i'm like how how did i have a google like calendar for specific like calm the fuck down dylan you need to calm the fuck down yeah so yeah, it was like I needed the other person, like other people's validation that I was like moving forward in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I have never felt more in the right direction. Being like single, having my own time to myself, having like my own space. Nobody's stuff is in my space. Yeah. I, I can buy whatever I feel like buying, uh, eat whatever I feel like eating yes. that day. I can be as selfish as I want to be selfish. And that's but also okay. I can give, yeah. So, and I'm giving so much of myself to the people that I truly like care about. Um, like, like, like I, I care so much about you and I care so much about like my, my animals, right. And my plants and my humans, my family. I really like that I was at the top of the list. Not that I know, I know that it doesn't like go in an order, but I really like that I was at the top of that list. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was in mm. in a very specific <laughs> loving order. Um, so so yeah, so it just I'm just so I'm so happy right now, and I never I didn't think, and I'm I feel like I'm being honest with myself now. And not every day is a fucking yeah. walk through the sun and great all the way around. Like it's sometimes life. it's very hard. Um, yeah, but but like most days, yes. I like the person. And I, I think all of that to go back and say you did not constrict yourself to that timeline. You just fucking did. And look at you. And you know what? <laughs> that made me emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you and how far you've come. And I think overall, just for people, you know, who don't need to feel that kind of pressure, like 
specifically with love, you know, because I feel like that's a very like a lot of our love and a lot of our relationships are like mirrors of what our childhood was. And I feel like, you know, putting your whole life and like heart and soul into that and, you know, like wanting it to be like legally binded and like, you know, this whole like thing, you know, it it can be a lot. And to feel pressured into that, you know, because you don't want to do something like. Oi. Oi. So just do you, babe. Yeah. No, that's not somebody who who truly loves you will want you to be ready and will want you to be uh, in it with them. Like the, there would no not be any kind of yeah. coercion. I because I feel like that's what that is. Like you're you're coercing somebody, saying, you know what, if you don't do what I what I want, what I need from you then I'm just going to take away pretty much everything. Everything that was our relationship, I'm just going to rip it away and just, I don't know. Yeah. If some, This meant nothing because you didn't give me anything that I return. wanted. And it's a very much like childlike thing, you know? It very is, it is kind of childish to do that in the sense of like, oh, you didn't give me this? Well, I'm going to take this away. Yeah, and I think, I think there could be like a r- real conversation that can happen there and – and it can actually become something very nice, like, like to think about. Exactly, you can learn a lot. Yeah, or, or even like honestly, you you could be saving each other both so much time and so much grief if you sit if sit down and just talk about your needs and be like, hey, like I know you really need this. I'm not that person, you know. I don't need that. It's not me, babe. Uh-huh. It's not me. Yeah, and then vice versa. Like, I really want this, but I'm not going to make you do this. I want you to want it too, right? Or... I'm trying to think of it from, like, both sides. Or also, the wonderful thing, compromise. Hello. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm not ready to have kids in this exact moment. And if you're willing to be patient, I will definitely love to have a family with you. At some yes. point, but now doesn't feel like the right. Like time maybe for I me. do want that, just Hi. not now. I, I'm again not a therapist, mm-hmm. not a doctor. <laughs> yeah, we're not do- we're we're not doctors. <laughs> I might be a love. Not doctor. I'm not a love doctor. No, no, I might just be. Lo- you might <laughs> just be a love doctor. I would trust you with my Tinder profile. I. You know why you don't? Well, actually, do you need? Are you guys poly, or are you just? Are you monogamy? Are you monogamy? Are you monogamy, or are you poly? Polyamory. Wow. Mm, so that's mine and Dylan's opinion on the ultimatum. Uh, go watch it for yourself. Create your own opinion and uh, let us know what you think. One last thing that I wanted to plug is I. Uh, just started watching the new season of iCarly, the adult version of iCarly. And let me just say, I love it. I see myself in Carly. We relate a lot. It's very adult. It's very vulgar. I am here for it. And I am really excited to see where the show goes. I want to watch that too. Maybe I should get Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, honey. Paramount Plus. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) Um, again, hashtag not sponsor. If you want to sponsor us, you know where to find us. Thank you. <laughs> okay. This has been one wonderful episode of 
a whisper podcast thank you so much for tuning yes. in guys go everybody go wish dylan a happy birthday it will be two days after their birthday but still go wish them a happy <laughs> birthday please and thank you um you can find us at whisper podcasts on instagram and on whisper up oh, oh no at whisper underscore podcast on twitter anyways we'll talk to you guys later and this is whisper, whisper podcast, podcast. Thanks for listening to Whisper Podcast. We're Zach and Dylan, and you can find us at Whisper Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter at Whisper underscore podcast. Cover art by Dylan Gomez. Editing by Zach Tyler. Music by Audionautics.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Love the show? Please rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts.